I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings, and welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode four of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to tell you about an Arizona newspaper columnist who is the butt of her own joke. remember when you were back in middle school and some kid would throw down what she thought was a vicious insult, but in the process, she completely misused a key word, and everybody ended up laughing at her behind her back? That perfectly describes the situation Arizona Republic columnist Lori Roberts puts herself in. She serves as the butt of her own joke, and she doesn't even realize it. Let me back up for a moment and give you a little background. Last year, Arizona voters approved a state constitutional amendment known as Prop 122. In a nutshell, the amendment set up a framework for the state to block federal overreach. It constitutionalized language allowing legislators, or the people through referendum, to end cooperation with federal programs that they believe violate the U.S. Constitution and intrude on powers meant to be exercised by the states or the people. Passage of the referendum did exactly what it was intended to do. It emboldened the state legislature to start targeting specific federal programs that intrude on Arizona sovereignty and to ban the state from providing personnel or resources for their implementation or enforcement. Currently, there are a number of bills working their way through the Arizona legislature that would end state cooperation with enforcement of federal EPA regulations, executive orders, federal alphabet agency rules and regulations, and the enforcement of federal laws that violate the right to keep and bear arms. There is even a bill that would prohibit state cooperation with the implementation of Obamacare. Now, back to our intrepid reporter. All year, Roberts has churned out snarky attacks on bills asserting state sovereignty in Arizona. She finds the idea that the Grand Canyon state might try to limit federal power downright loony and thinks proponents of such action, i.e. the majority of Arizonans, are uneducated rubes. Last week, she turned up the snark to 11 in a column blasting the legislature for even considering the slew of nullification bills that I just mentioned. This is what she wrote. When in the course of Arizona events, it becomes necessary for our leaders to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with reality and to assume among the powers of the earth their right and obligation to land us on late night comedy TV, a decent respect to the opinion of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to cookiness. 
Well, apparently, Roberts can't find a single federal action that goes too far, and she expresses shock and indignation that nobody seems concerned about Arizona's war on the feds. She goes on to write, The Arizona House, led by General Bob Thorpedo Thorpe, charged forth this week, essentially declaring our independence from the United States of America. Sadly, it was less a shot heard around the world than it was a quiet capitulation to crazy. Roberts thinks opposition to monopoly government is a bad thing. Cookery, she calls it. After all, doesn't everybody knows one-size-fits-all solutions dictated by politicians 2,200 miles away represents the best possible way to get things done? It's weird. I thought progressives hated monopolies. Guess not. So here's the punchline. In Roberts' world, James Madison qualifies kooky under her definition of the word. Seriously. Stop and consider something very important. Roberts is attacking a principle that was the very foundation of the American political system. The people ratified a constitution delegating specific powers to the federal government, leaving most authority to the states and the people. This isn't even debatable. Madison described a constitutional division of powers in Federalist 45. He wrote, the powers delegated by the proposed constitution to the federal government are few and defined. Those which are to remain in the state governments are numerous and indefinite. Madison went on to explain that the federal government would focus primarily on what he called external objects, things like foreign relations, war and peace, and foreign trade. He went on to write, the powers reserved to the several states will extend to all objects which in the ordinary course of affairs concern the lives, liberties, and properties of the people and the internal order, improvement, and prosperity of the state. That's basically everything. So if the federal government was only meant to exercise limited power, how do you stop it when it overreaches? Well, Madison gave us a blueprint. The father of the Constitution said states would take the exact approach to federal overreach currently underway in Arizona. Writing in Federalist 46, Madison advised, quote, a refusal to cooperate with officers of the Union, unquote, as a way to create obstructions to unwarrantable federal actions. And he said the blueprint would even apply to unpopular, warrantable actions. You have to give Roberts credit. Calling the father of the Constitution crazy is a pretty gutsy move. And she gives us even more reasons to point and laugh at her behind her back. Despite all of her condescending, I'm superior to you dumb simpletons attitude, from a legal standpoint, Roberts has no idea what she is talking about. None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. She writes, still, I have to wonder how much this one will cost us, both in legal fees and punchlines. By this statement, it seems pretty clear Roberts not only considers Madison's blueprint for dealing with federal overreach kookery, but she also thinks it lacks any legitimate legal basis. She couldn't be more wrong. The Arizona strategy rests on a rock-solid legal doctrine. 
the Supreme Court has repeatedly upheld the principle that the states cannot be required to supply resources or manpower to help the federal government carry out its acts or programs. Known as the anti-commandeering doctrine, the legal principle rests primarily on four Supreme Court cases dating back to 1842. The 1996 case, Prince v. U.S., serves as the cornerstone. Justice Scalia wrote the majority opinion. Quote, we held in New York that Congress cannot compel the states to enact or enforce a federal regulatory program, unquote. New York refers to a previous Supreme Court case. Scalia went on, quote, Today, we hold that Congress cannot circumvent that prohibition by conscripting the state's officers directly. The federal government may neither issue directives requiring states to address particular problems, nor command the state's officers or those of their political subdivisions to administer or enforce a federal regulatory program. It matters not whether policymaking is involved, and no case-by-case -case weighing of the burdens or benefits is necessary. Such commands are fundamentally incompatible with our constitutional system of dual sovereignty. To put it simply, despite what Roberts would have you believe, there is absolutely nothing that says the states have to help the federal government violate your rights. Apparently, the majority of the Supreme Court qualifies as kooky and crazy, too. Fortunately, most Arizonans understand this basic lesson in American civics. While Roberts picked daisies out in left field, Arizona voters passed Prop 122. The large number of bills that would end cooperation with federal government acts falling outside of its constitutionally prescribed limits stems from last year's vote and represents the clear will of Arizonans. They don't want the political class in Washington, D.C. running their lives. They don't want a bunch of pointy-headed bureaucrats telling them how to do things. They don't want monopoly government centered inside the Beltway. And I don't either. I say, good for them. I guess that makes me kooky, but at least I'm in good company. In all of this, Roberts got one thing right. This one does create a punchline, and she's it. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. I really appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10th Center.com. That's michael.m-a-h-a-r-r-e-y at 10thamendmentcenter.com. Thanks again for listening.